0: Well, friends, when you hear the word church, what image comes to mind? What does the word church make you think of? Because what image you choose says a lot about what you think of church and what you think of your place in it and our place in it. And so when you hear the word church, what comes to mind? For the Apostle Paul, one of his favourite images for the church is that of a body. And it is all through our verses for today. Look at it with me there. The first reference comes in verse 12. See it there in verse 12? Where God's people are to be prepared for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Okay, then down again in verse 15. Where as we speak the truth in love to one another, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. And then you've got verse 16, where it's from Christ that the whole body grows and builds itself up in love. As a church, we're to think of ourselves as a body. And so obviously, we're to be together, we're to work together because we're like a body. We're in the middle of our series on the vision statement uh, of our church, Growing Followers of Christ Jesus. Last week, as Paul said, we thought about personally growing as an individual follower of Jesus. This morning, we're thinking about growing one another as followers of Jesus, uh, building each other up, helping each other to keep following Christ because together we're the body of Christ. So let's go back to the start of our verses, verse 11, where we discover that Christ wants his body built up. Just like we look after our own physical bodies, Christ wants us looked after, his body. And so he gives us people to help us to build one another up. Verse 11. It was he, that is, it's Christ he's talking about. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. We'll stop there for the moment. Can you see that Christ has given his church... People to speak his word. Okay, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor teachers, they are all word ministers. They are all speaking ministries. But in verse 12, they are given a surprising job. Because you would expect their job to be to speak. But it's not. Their job is to equip others, to prepare others. Look at verse 12. Christ has given son to be pastors and teachers, verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So the job of the word ministry people in church is to prepare the rest of the church to serve. And down in verse 15, we discover what those works of service are. It's that we would all be speakers of God's word. In verse 15, we're all to speak the truth. In love to one another. So, the reason Christ gives particular speakers of his word to his people is so that all of his people could be speakers of his word. Now, we'll think about that a little bit more, about speaking Christ's truth a little later, but for now, this has some pretty big implications for how we think of church. So, for example, a key part of church is clearly the word of God. So each week, uh, Dave and Wayne and I, we will carefully construct a Bible talk. What are you meant to do with it? You're meant to be taught from the word of God, aren't you? Well, perhaps a better way of putting it is that you're meant to become, to be trained in the word of God. Your job is to be equipped in the Word of God. You're to come to church to be fed from God's Word so that you can take that Word and use it to encourage others. Because as we'll see, we're all to be speakers of the truth. And so as we bring the Word of God to you, it's so that you'll be able to take it and speak it to others to build one another up. Now, we're going to get to verses 15 and 16 in a bit, which flesh this out for us. But in verses 13 and 14, Paul first wants us to see the big picture. Okay, if we're a body of Christ building one another up, Paul wants to show us the end goal, you know, what we're working towards, the body that we will be one day. If you go to the gym, you know, you'll likely see posters up of people who have spent a lifetime perfecting their bodies you know the people in these posters usually have muscles popping out of places you never knew existed but they put those posters up don't they to inspire you to give you a vision of what you could become what you're working towards as you go to the gym well the apostle Paul does the same for us in these verses in verse 13 he gives us a picture of the body that we're becoming the body we will be one day in the new creation in the end So have a look at it with me there. God's people, they're to be prepared for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until, verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Ultimately, in the end, in the new creation, this is what the body will be. We'll be united in faith and knowledge. will be completely mature, having the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We will have spiritual muscles popping out of places we didn't know existed. Okay, what I mean is that in the new creation, we'll be so much like Christ in ways we can't even imagine. So Paul says there will reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. So the things that we don't know properly about Christ yet the differences that we have amongst one another here because we don't know Christ fully, the fluctuations that we experience in our commitment and faith in Christ in the new creation, they'll all be gone because we'll all trust in the Lord Jesus and know him together as one as we're meant to. Paul also says we'll become mature. Literally, it's that we will be complete. We'll be whole. So all the things that we're lacking in our lives that mean we're not perfectly like Christ, they won't be missing anymore. Which leads directly into the last thing Paul says about the body of Christ in the new creation, and that is that we'll attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. In other words, the fullness which fills Christ himself is to be the fullness which will fill us. The perfections of Christ will become our perfections. So his unending love, his limitless patience, his extravagant grace, his overwhelming joy, his tenderness, his mercy, his compassion, his righteousness, his goodness, all that fills Christ in the fullness of who he is, that is what God has in store for us. For us to be filled to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, to be just like him. And when Christ comes again and takes us to be with him in the new creation, this is what we will be. We won't reach this goal before Christ comes again, but this is what God has in store. And we get to taste it right here and now. From verse 12, we're to be building one another up now. Until that day. And so, right here and now, we're to be helping each other to grow in this new life, to be growing more and more like Jesus, even now. What a marvelous adventure that God has called us to together. Now, we'll see more on this as we get to verse 15. But before that, Paul's got yet another reason why we would want to help one another to be growing in Christ. And that is that growing in Christ will safeguard us from giving up on Christ. In verses 12 and 13, we're to be building each other up while we wait for Christ to come again, and we're to be doing that so that none of us will be swept away from him. Because when we're building one another up, well then, have a look at verse 14, then we'll no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. See, we don't want to be a church, a body of Christ that is so weak that we're easily taken in by every wind of teaching. We don't want to be swept away from Christ. We want to be strong enough as a church to resist the lies of the world. So when our government tells us that we have to think the same as them when it comes to sexuality and gender, when other churches come out and say that Jesus didn't really rise from the dead when the media or academics come out and say God doesn't even exist, we want to be robust enough in our conviction that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he alone determines for us what's right and wrong. He alone can save us from our sin by his death and resurrection. It is important, it is critical that as a body of Christ we're strong. We need to be, we want to be built up as Christ's body. So how do we do that? If we're building up the body of Christ, well, what's the workout that gets us there? Well, that's where Paul goes in verses 15 and 16. First, he gives us the workout, what we're to do. And then he tells us who's meant to be doing these workouts. So first is what we're to be doing to build each other up. And that's verse 15. We're to be speaking the truth in love. That's what will build our spiritual muscles. Verse 15. Instead, in other words, instead of being tossed and blown by every wind of teaching, verse 14, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. See it there? How do we grow up into Christ who is our head? How do we grow? How are we built up as the body of Christ? When we speak the truth in love. The truth of Christ shared with one another in love and what might that look like how could we be doing that for one another well obviously it could mean like wes has encouraged us with we could be reading the bible with someone it's 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 very hard to not speak the truth of christ when you're reading his word that's why getting together with someone regularly to read the bible it is a powerfully wonderful way to build one another up but it's not the only way We can speak the truth of Christ in our ordinary conversations. So when we're celebrating the joy of family or a holiday or whatever it is, we can tell one another how grateful we are that God has given us such good things. When we're consoling one another through hardships, we can remind each other that God's love doesn't change even though our world might be crumbling around us. In any and every situation, we can be speaking the truth of Christ into one another's lives just in our ordinary conversations. And we're to do so in love, gently, lovingly, speaking God's truths to one another in whatever situations we find ourselves in, to build up Christ's body, to encourage one another on, to be growing each other as followers of Christ. Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking that's a little bit scary or a little bit daunting, you know, you don't normally speak about God things with people, even your brothers and sisters here in your church family. I'm hoping now that you're thinking that this is something so amazing and wonderful that you're willing to give it a go. Apart from the fact that your Lord and Saviour commands you to build his people up, you really want to because Christ himself has chosen you to build up his people to be just like him. That is an enormous privilege. And it's probably not as hard as you think. Even in what we might think are the hard cases, speaking the truth in love, it's not that hard. So, for example, when a brother or sister in Christ starts sharing with you some of the difficulties they're facing, you know, maybe it's financial difficulties, Could be relationship issues, could be work problems. When someone opens up and shares with you, how should you respond? What are we trying to do for one another when we share life together? Well, it's easy. What we're trying to do in all things is to build each other up, we're trying to grow one another into the likeness of christ and so if someone starts sharing their problems with you the main thing is not that we solve their problems the best outcome is not that we sort out all their difficulties you don't have to be the knight in shining armor and you've definitely not failed them if in the end of the conversation they still have all their problems Because the main thing, the best outcome is that we help one another to grow like Jesus through whatever it is that's happening. And so all it takes is asking questions, finding out what's going on, how are they going with God in it all and loving them and encouraging them to honour Jesus in whatever it is that they're going through, helping them to be like him in every way In everything. Now who's meant to be doing this? All of us. As Paul says in verse 15, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into Christ. Or again, verse 16. Verse 16. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. As each part does its work we're all in this together we're growing and building each other up we're speaking the truth of Christ in love to one another so just to be absolutely clear speaking the truth of Christ is not just the minister's job the word minister's job is to prepare God's people verse 11 and 12 to equip and train God's people so that verses 15 and 16 we all will be speaking the truth in love to keep running with the bodybuilding imagery, the pastors in a church are like gym instructors. Okay? So there's a group of friends who all want to go to the gym, so they organise a training session with the gym instructor where they can learn how to use the equipment so they can build up their muscles and where they also learn how to not use the equipment so they don't do damage to themselves. And having been trained up, the group then become gym buddies and they help each other to get fit and strong. Okay, that's a little bit like what we've got here in Ephesians 4. Christ has given his people word ministers to train them up. Train them up, sorry. The pastor's job is to prepare God's people with the word of God so that they can use that word of God to build others up. Now, the illustration is breaking down a bit now, isn't it? Because in the gym, the, the gym instructor trains someone up so they can build up their own muscles. Here, here in Ephesians, God's people are being trained up so they can build others up. So to make the illustration work, okay, is that the gym instructor trains up people in how to use the equipment so that they can train others how to use the equipment so that these other people are built up nice and strong. Okay, but look, hopefully you're getting the idea. Speaking the truth of Christ in love, to build up Christ's body, that is something we are all doing. And it's vital that we are all doing it. As Paul says in verse 16, the body will build itself up in love as each part does its work. If you're not building up people in this church family, we can't make up for you. Okay, what you don't do doesn't get done. It's not like a few of us can run around like crazy trying to speak God's truth to as many people as possible and hope that that'll be enough. No, what you don't do doesn't get done because we can't be everywhere you will be. Every single day, you're going to find yourself in situations where you will be able to do something that no one else can do because you'll be speaking with someone, no one else will be, it'll just be you. And so at that time, no one else but you will be able to build that person up. No one else but you is in that position to lovingly speak Christ's truth to them. That particular opportunity exists for you and for you alone. They are conversations that only you can have. Friends, don't be daunted by that. Be excited by that. Christ has brought you into his body, this body, so that you could build up his people. We all have a part to play. So how can we be doing this practically? What can this actually look like? Well, here on a Sunday morning, it can actually be a bit tricky because there's so many of us and we can have our conversations interrupted and there's not much time. We can give it a go, don't get me wrong, but it can be a bit tricky. However, during the week... When we give one another a phone call or we visit one another, we go around for a meal, when we make time to be with one another, well, then there's much more time and space to be speaking the truth of Christ in love to one another. So, friends, this week, OK, I gave the kids one day, you are giving you a week. This week, in the next seven days, plan to deliberately speak God's truth in love with someone from your church family. It might mean making a phone call to see how someone's going. It could mean inviting someone over for morning tea, catching up with someone in their lunch hour downtown for a coffee. It could be sending someone an email. It could be arranging to catch up to read the Bible and pray together with someone. It could simply be making the most of a conversation that just happens. And friends, we will be doing these things because we are the body of Christ, and look, to be in this body, I'd be happy to be the armpit in this body of Christ. You know, I'd be happy to be whatever. I'd be happy to be whoever, just to be in this body of Christ where we're sharing his truth with one another in love, building each other up more and more to be like Christ, knowing that one day we will be together in eternity, filled to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And so brothers and sisters... Let's grow together. Let's build one another up in Christ as each part does its work. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the rich privilege of knowing your son, but just not just knowing him personally, but knowing him together with your people. And, Father, particularly for this group of people, for, for, for bringing us together as Church at Nine, that we might know your son together. And, Father, enjoy the forgiveness of our sins together. And so, Father, we pray that by your spirit and by your word, we might, we might make the most of every opportunity to grow together, to build one another up. Help us to speak your truth into one another's lives in love. That we might build your people up and father all for the glory of your son and we ask it in his name amen well friends we're going to sing one more song and then we will share some morning tea together and i know it's going to be tricky but we're going to make the most of the opportunities that we have uh, to continue to build one another up uh, over morning tea it's just through the foyer to the right and in the dining room that'll all happen after we sing